To put the positive question, who frame culture, succinctly, let's not conflate the issue, but rather put things into perspective by establishing context. Cultures constantly change as people move and communicate with new groups of people suggests that anthropologists have their work cut out because their role is studying human beings and how they relate to each other. Anthropology is the study of humanity that focuses on the culture, behavior, and biology and the effect of changing the time on them. Sociology is the branch of study that specifically deals with society. It consists of studies related to the class, race, ethnicity, gender, family, education, and religion. Psychology is related to the study of the human mind and human behavior. Ethnography is described as a branch of anthropology that deals with the scientific description of culture and cultural processes. Archaeology deals with the studies of ancient art, customs, and science through the process of recovery and analysis of things left behind. An anthropologist is a person who studies anthropology and study how culture shapes people and their lives. In view of the aforesaid, I posited the question, who framed culture? This question is not a film classic, nor one of the best animated movies ever. It is not one of the most innovative and imaginative films of the bygone 80s era. It is not an amusing parody mashup that uses footage from any original film along with clips that incorporate the distinct investigatory style of the crime live action animated mystery comedy film. It is not a more serious mystery novel done in the tradition of hard-boiled private eye stories. It is not a subversion and or commentary on the seductive politics of the nor genre, animation, and global culture in general. It is not about framing someone or use as a distraction. It is not produced by any international studio, but was published by Devgro Media Art Services Publishing. Although Who Frame Culture is perceived as a double entendre, and it has the signatures of a figure of speech of the particular way of wording that is devised to have a double meaning of which one is typically obvious. In this context, it plays a different role on this stage. In this context and in this text, it has the caricature of a theoretical phrase that creates a platform for an intellectual 
analytical conversation. Who frame culture is debated through my metaphoric, philosophic, and symbolic lens as human behavior. The frame in this context is applied symbolically, since it is also part of the contextualizing process to the issue at hand, which sets the tone and will likely greatly influence the outcome of this argument, since it also constitutes a dialectic process of dialogue in which all parties to this intellectual conversation are forced to clarify their ideas. The final outcome of the conversation is a clear statement of what is meant, a view espoused by Mohammed Kamazara. Now that I have set the tone and tenor from my field of view as an author, media arts specialist, student of film, and licensed cultural practitioner, to give value and perspective to this narrative, I have inserted an excerpt from independent.com which asserts that anthropologists and other evolutionary scientists since they have shifted away from the language of race to the term population to talk about genetic differences, historians, cultural anthropologists, and other social scientists reconceptualize the term race as a cultural category or social construct, a particular way that some people talk about themselves and others. Many social scientists have replaced the word race with the word ethnicity to refer to self-identifying groups based on beliefs concerning shared culture, ancestry, and history. Alongside empirical and conceptual problems with race, following the Second World War, evolutionary and social scientists were acutely aware of how beliefs about race had been used to justify discrimination, apartheid, slavery, and genocide. They thus came to believe that race itself is a social construct, a concept that was believed to correspond to an objective reality, but which was believed in because of its social functions. When I examine the content of this excerpt from independent.com in context, the role of my rule as a practitioner composition was to draw your attention to who frame culture. This decision created a frame within my frame, as well as the theory concision. Navigating my way through this textual analysis with my cultural lens, focus on the difference between the particular concepts such as factual convergent and divergent thinking. Importantly, the general and the universal lens allowed me to frame other concepts in a metaphoric, philosophic, and symbolic context. It should also be noted that there are instances where other scenarios impute culture as human behavior. For example, an excerpt from 
Elizabeth Prine Pauls highlights the point that within this Enlightenment notion that there was in fact a natural order derived from the philosophers of ancient Greece who had described the world as comprising a great chain of being, a view in which the world is seen as complete, orderly, and susceptible to systematic analysis. As a result, scholarship during the Enlightenment emphasized categorization as soon produced various typologies that describe a series of fixed stages of cultural evolution. All things being equal, cultural evolution is also called sociocultural evolution, the development of one or more cultures from simpler to more complex forms. This clarification explains the reason why there are so many definitions on culture. Moreover, culture imputes cultural determinism, a position that the ideas, meanings, beliefs, and values people learn as members of society determines human nature. People are what they learn. Optimistic version of cultural determinism place no limits on the abilities of human beings to do or to be whatever they want. Some anthropologists suggest that there is no universal right way of being human. Right way is almost always our way. That our way in some society almost never corresponds to our way in any other society. Proper attitude of an informed human being could only be that of tolerance. The content of this excerpt seemingly impute culture as human behavior. In another space, framing keeps the viewer's focus on the frame objects. It is because of such a process which requires thinking that as an author, framing stimulates my decision-making process by highlighting particular aspects. For example, Elizabeth Prine Pauls asserts from the age of discovery introduced in the 15th and 16th century, Europeans to a wide variety of primitive cultures. Almost immediately, European intellectuals began efforts to explain how and why the human condition had come to be so diverse. Although the 17th century, English philosopher Thomas Hobbes was very much mistaken when he described indigenous peoples as living in conditions which were no arts, no letters, no society, and experiencing life as solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. His description encapsulates the era's popular conception of the savage. Ignoring or unaware of a variety of facts, many indigenous peoples enjoyed a much better standard of living than European peasants. For instance, Hobbes and other scholars posited that everything that was good and civilized resulted from the slow development away from this lowly state and toward the higher state. 
represented by the cultures of Europe. Even rationalistic philosophers such as Voltaire implicitly assumed that the outward progress of humankind was part of the natural order. When I deconstructed in context the historical events as Paul describes them, culture refers to the cumulative deposit of knowledge, experience, beliefs, values, attitudes, meanings, hierarchies, religion, notions of time, roles, spatial relations, concepts of the universe, and material objects and possessions acquired by a group of people in the course of generations through individual and group striving is human behavior, which satisfies the tenets of who-frame culture discourse. In this space, clarification is paramount, since it underscores framing as an important aspect in global citizens' way of life, especially where an issue can be highlighted to make sense of this text or any events. Cultures are what make countries unique. Each country has different cultural activities and cultural rituals. Culture includes material goods, the things the people use and produce. Culture is also the beliefs and values of the people and the ways they think about and understand the world and their own lives. In this post-modernity period, culture is and will always be a way of life of a group of people, their behaviors, beliefs, values, and symbols that they accept. Generally, without thinking about them, communication and imitation from one generation to the next. Culture is a word for the way of life of groups of people, meaning the way that they do things. We must also be cognizant of the fact that different groups may have different cultures. A culture is passed on to the next generation by learning, whereas genetics are passed on by hereditary. Culture is seen in people's writing, religion, music, clothes, cooking, and in what they do. And it is impossible to tell exactly how many cultures there are in the world because it is not easy to measure cultural identities directly. But I must confess that it appears that a lot of what we global citizens do in our daily lives is seemingly based on common sense. What we have learned from others or what we have learned through personal experience or observation. As I bring this episode to a close, the issue was not conflated but rather placed into context, although there is a case to be made especially in some instances when sometimes there are conflicting theories about what is best or what works in a particular situation. Who Frame Culture is answered through the lens of global citizens every time we write, practice religion, perform music, showcase our clothes we manufacture, celebrate festivals, and cook our local dishes. Put succinctly in perspective and context because cultures constantly change as people move and 
communicate with new groups of people are characterized as human behavior. Who frame culture is another lens and a pretext to underscore human behavior was captured in 54 chapters and verbalized in 1,192 pages in ISBN 978-976-965125A.